Hey, this is Pastor Chris Jane, and I want to thank you for listening to the Hope Church Sermon of the Week. For more information, check out our website, brhope.church. I hope this message is a blessing to you. Enjoy. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Rhonda, for that word about the, the riptide. And just, there was, a, there was a, a, a peace component to that that I feel like I just really needed this morning. Um, have you ever been so distracted that, like, you think you're losing your mind? You know what I mean? Have you ever been so distracted, you're in the shower and you can't remember if you actually use soap? <laughs> or shampoo or conditioner? You don't know where you're at in the process? So you end up doing it again because you're, you know, and now, you know, not that that's a bad thing, but I mean, that's kind of how I've been, that's kind of how I live, really. I mean... Um, I'm pretty good. I can operate at a, at a level of multitasking that's, you know, pretty efficient. I mean, in my career, that's sort of a necessity, uh, you know, because there's always a lot of moving parts. I mean, for each real estate transaction, you might be dealing with 25 different pieces and components. And there's, you know, there's inspectors and there's the buyers and the sellers and the, you know, the lenders and the appraisers. And there's all of these things. And uh, it, no, it never shuts off. You know what I mean? I, I end up working all the time. How many of you guys have jobs like that where you just feel like even when you're off the clock, you're still kind of, your brain's still working on it? The rest of you, so fortunate. Soak in that. <laughs> if you can punch out and truly punch out, ugh, that's pretty awesome. But, um, so I have a particularly hard time shutting up and shutting down and shutting off that stuff so that I could get quiet before God. Do you know where I'm going with this? I mean, it's hard. You know, it, it can be so hard. The minute that I, you know, all of these different things all of a sudden. And, and, you know, as hard as I try to like, oh, you know what, I'll just, I'll write that down so I don't have to think about it right now. You know, who knows that trick? which is a very good piece of advice, by the way. You know, write it down, then you can set that down and you get back to, okay, Lord, you were saying? You know, and then it's like, there's other stuff. It's like, you know, so you end up just constant. It's, it's constant. It's horrible. And because this thing is always next to me, it's always just like, wait, wait, what, when was that due? I'll just check that real quick. You know what I mean? And now I'm on this. And then, I don't know how this happens, but my phone does this weird thing where, I can be in my calendar app just kind of looking at what my day looks like, just getting that straight, and suddenly my Facebook feed is scrolling, and it's just, I'm, I've, it's an hour later, and I'm just scrolling through Instagram or Facebook feed. Does your phone do that, or is that, I might need a new phone, because I, I swear, I, I have no desire to look through that feed, and yet, here I am, you know, and and all I was trying to do was just get quiet with the Lord, just for a few minutes. I mean, how, how many of you feel like sometimes five minutes is like, whew. But because our top goal as a church this year is to hear from God, right? And because one of my personal goals for the church this year is to empower you all to minister, I just feel like it is so important that we study this, that we practice this, that we get into it. 
And I, again, I'm, all of this stuff that I'm preaching about this, I'm preaching to myself first, all right, because I struggle as much as anybody to, to get quiet. I, I, I have an okay time praying, you know, I can talk to God, I'm good at talking, talk to him for, uh, without taking a breath. It's that listening part. And we're, so we're just going to keep getting into it and getting into it because everything we need to know is available to us, all right? We're not on our own here. There's, there's some things we can do. And so I just, because I feel like it's so important, um, that's what I just want to spend some time doing. We're going to spend some time on it today. I'm planning on spending some time on it next week, and we'll just see what, what God has for us. But my ultimate goal for us this year is just individually and as a church that we hear from God. Because isn't that so much better than just us talking to him? You know, I keep saying it, but it's so much better when God talks to me than when I talk to him. You know, when I talk to him, not much happens. When he talks, like, universes get created. I mean, there's a big difference. So, okay, if you've got your Bibles, let's open them up to Matthew chapter 6. Right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, um, Jesus begins to teach us about prayer. So Matthew chapter 6 Verse 6 says, But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Father, that's my prayer this morning, that you would just open up your word to us, reveal yourself to us, help us to really get a hold of the truth in your word so that we could build a secret history with you, Father. We would know you uh, in a more intimate way today than we did yesterday, more tomorrow, more the next day, that we would just grow in our, in our understanding of you and in our ability to, to listen to you. Thank you, Father. Amen. Okay, but, so I'll, say, I'll read it again. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, Pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Okay? Now, if, depending on what type of Bible you have, these words might be in red. Okay? Who knows what it means when the words are in red in the Bible? That means Jesus said those words, right? And we, we believe 2 Timothy 3.16, you know, that, that all Scripture is God-breathed, that it's uh, useful for teaching and equipping the saints. And, um, but don't we give just a little bit more attention and emphasis when, as Christ followers when Jesus said it, right? And when Jesus taught on prayer, the first thing he teaches us is about the secret place. How, how about that? I mean, in the verses that come just after this, he teaches us how to pray. But first, he teaches us where. Isn't that good? And I believe that this verse, Matthew 6, 6, I believe it contains a powerful secret regarding the, the where of prayer. But before I share it, let me ask you some questions. Do you struggle feeling disconnected from God? Do you have a hard time feeling God's presence when you pray? Do you feel sometimes like God is distant from you? 
do you ever wish you could just know, like, with certainty that he's with you? That you could just know that he's, like, right there with you, that he's drawing close to you? If the answer, if you answer any of those, yes. I've got really great news this morning, and I've been excited to share this with you all week. There is a guaranteed way to get into God's presence. It's good news. There is a, there's a surefire, I'm serious, 100% guaranteed way to have instant intimacy with the Father, and Jesus himself gave us the key. Jesus gave us the secret in this verse, Matthew 6, when he said, your Father who is in the secret place. So where's God? Where's the Father? He's, he's in the secret place. So Jesus is saying, your Father's already in the secret place. He's gone ahead of you. He's waiting for you. You know, the moment you get to the secret place, you're in the immediate presence of the Father. Isn't that good news? And he said it twice in the same chapter. If you jump down to verse 18, he says, uh, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. See, Jesus says it twice for emphasis so that we know that this word is absolutely certain. Okay, our Father is in the secret place. And to help us out even more, he goes ahead and he gives us the key to finding the secret place. And it, it sounds so simple that it might even seem silly at first. But I'm, I'm, I promise you, it's actually getting harder and harder all the time. I feel like it's getting more and more challenging to really pull this off. But if you're wondering what you need to do to place yourself in the secret place, Jesus made it clear. To get there, all you have to do is shut your door. Read it again. When you enter your room and you shut your door, this is an intentional thing. You shut your door, you are instantly in the presence of the Father. It seems too simple, right? It doesn't matter how you feel about it. It doesn't even matter, like, if your soul is feeling particularly spiritual or not. The fact is that when you shut that door, you have stepped into the chamber of your Father in heaven. The, the secret place is your portal to the throne. Okay, it's the place where you taste of heaven itself. But it can be really hard to do this. Because I don't, it's, it's not even just the door, it's shutting out distractions, right? Shutting out intrusions, interruptions, even intruders, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, it, Jesus' habit was always to get up early, to get away somewhere quiet, and to spend that time. I don't really have many quiet places. And it's my fault. You know what I mean? Because I bring all of this stuff with me. You know, all of this stuff that would do, you know, that, that hell will use. It'll do anything it takes to keep me from that intimacy with the Father. Hell's actually all right with me 
just sort of status quo, status quo. You know what I mean? It's, it's when I want to pursue that deeper intimacy. That's when it will rise, everything in its power will rise up to keep me from doing that. So even though this sounds simple, I encourage you to make this, make this a practice. Wherever your quiet place is going to be, wherever your secret place is going to be with the Lord, if, it's a, if you have a room you can get to, if it's a, in a closet, a, a literal prayer closet, if it's, you know, a shop or a garage or a shed, wherever is going to be your spot, every time you go in, you close that door, I want you to just think about this, the power of that, that you've, you've entered into the secret place intentionally. You've closed that door. You've shut out everything. Now it's just you and the Father. The creator of everything is in the room already waiting for you. Okay, it's powerful. If you can get a hold of this truth, I think you'll have a hold on one of the greatest secrets of intimacy. And again, I'm, this is for me too. I'm, I'm, I'm practicing this every day. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Because when you know you're in the immediate presence of your, of your Father, your spirit and soul will respond to that knowledge. You know, you'll feel a real heartfelt connectedness. I promise you, if you, if you, may, if you do this intentionally, you'll, you'll feel this, this response in your spirit, knowing, you know, just knowing that he's there, your, your spirit soars, your soul comes alive. When you build your life on the blessed intimacy of a secret place relationship with God, you're building on the rock. Okay, you're getting your foundations in order. And that's, that's not just my opinion. All right, this is, ex- this is the explicit teachings of, of Christ. The principles that he gave in, in Matthew chapter 5 through 7 were all given at one time in one sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. And he said it in, the, in that sermon that he was laying the foundation stones of a disciple's life. Okay, here's how he said it in uh, Matthew 7, 24. He said, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But he goes on and he says, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So we got a choice, just like everybody else. I would encourage you this week, so you've got two pieces of homework this week. One, I think you should... um, why don't you take some time this week and reread the Sermon on the Mount? It's just chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew. It's amazing. I swear I could spend the rest of my life just trying to live out that bit. You know, when, when people want to argue about some obscure thing here and there and they want to cause division, I just think to myself, I can barely get a grasp on the things I'm sure of. I'm trying just to live out the parts that are super, super clear. Amen? I'm going to leave the arguing for somebody who's got more time, I guess, because I only have a limited amount of time on this earth, and I want to try to live out 
those things that he said in the Sermon on the Mount. I want to be blessed, and I want to, I want to live a, a life that's, that's, uh, um, that's like his. That's it. That's all I want. So that's your homework. Read the Sermon on the Mount because we will all be better people for it. Okay? Um, well, I don't know what I was just thinking, man. It's so good. I, I, I've been going through it and going through it, and I just I get stuck on certain parts. It's hard even to just swallow the whole thing at once. I can't even imagine how those people, however many thousands of people or whatever there were when he's speaking this, it's like opening up a fire hose, you know? I mean, it's so much. to try. It must have just blown their minds. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, so, so that's part one, and the second part is invite somebody, right? Let's do that this week. Let's, let's read the Sermon on the Mount. Let's invite somebody to church. But Jesus' message is, uh, I think, unmistakable here. He's saying, if you will, will hear and do what I am teaching you here in this Sermon on the Mount, you will build foundations into your life that will survive the harshest storms of life. Does that sound good? And believe me, friend, the storms most certainly will come. I mean, you guys have already been through plenty, right? I mean, every single one of you have, have been through plenty of storms already. But there are some storms that have yet to hit your life. It's inevitable. The storms will come. But if we'll shelter ourselves in the secret place of the Almighty, if we'll abide under the shadow, right? If we'll build our house on these foundations, he promises us that we'll be able to stand. Amen. I'll help you. I'll help you. Don't worry. <laughs> That's very good. I'll help you. Uh, I think one of the most important pieces of that foundation is to have an intact, secret place life with God. That's why this is so important, and it's why I've been feeling such a, um, an urgency to get, my, to get my prayer life in order, for us to get our prayer life in order, because I think he has... He has a structure that he's trying to build here. We've got to get this part right. If we don't build this base, it'll never stand. But don't forget the secret. Shut your door. All right? <laughs> pray, pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. I just pray you would really just, just burn this on our hearts this week, that... that uh, all we have to do. You, you're already in the secret place. You're always there, ready, waiting for us, longing for uh, a closeness with us and, and some intimate time with us. Just always have that in our mind that all we have to do to get into your presence is just to get away and close a door and help us just to develop this secret life with you. I mean, we know, Father, that all we have to do is... is is speak and you're, you're there. You're always with us. You, you live inside of us. But Father, we want to we um, wanna get deeper, Father. We want to know more about this, this secret place of the Almighty God. And so Father, I just pray you would help us each to eliminate distractions, help us to shut out intrusions, help us to um, just be able to, to turn that Oh, Father, I pray you just protect us as we, as we try this, that you would just give us a protection around our minds, around our lives, Father, that we would be able to focus 100% on you and on your, uh, on your voice. 
I just pray you would help us to hear your voice this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Was that good? All right, so read the Sermon on the Mount and invite somebody to church, okay? I'm going to do the same thing, and we'll see you guys next week. Amen. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. I really hope that this message was a blessing to you. If it was, why not subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. It really does help. Thanks, and have a blessed week.